All right, we're sitting here with Dana Cleave, the Director of Diversity, Engagement, and Foundation at Walzer. This is Amplify, a retail automotive podcast brought to you by Reuters Events and DeSoto. It's time to make the most innovative voices in retail automotive louder. Before we get into this, I just I need to make a call out to all people everywhere thinking about titles of people <laughs> in job roles. And the people who have to podcast for And the them. people that has to podcast for them, please make this simpler on our lives. <laughs> we have, like, maybe... Well, job like, titles mean something. They do mean and something. Like, to give people an idea of what you actually do and pay attention yes, to. exactly. And at some point in this podcast, we're going to ask Dana to say something. <laughs> yeah. Dana, so, welcome to the so show. So maybe, <laughs> yeah, well, thanks for coming. Maybe just uh, like lay out the, the as, as quickly as you possibly can what that actually means, <laughs> what it means to be um, uh, caring for the Diversity Engagement and Foundation at the Walzer Organization. Well, yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate that. Um, so the title is kind of a mouthful. I, I do see that. But I think it really it um, developed organically. I initially started as a um, Google review responder at Walzer, so my title was, wow. was, yeah. was even goofier than the one I have now. And it kind of evolved over time to social media, corporate communications. And I still do corporate communications now overseeing our, our comm strategy. But, but really, when we started to think about how Walzer supports diversity, communications is, is one and the same. It's right there with it and how we talk about our people. It's really it's really just our pe- people strategy. So um, I think you can't have that without engaging with them and being authentic with your own people. Uh, and we're really involved in our community. So foundation is part of that too. Yeah. And you, you guys have done a really, really unique job at caring for not just the entire people base, but also unique communities within the Walls organization. Talk about some of the communities that, like sub-communities within a larger organization that you've been able to build and grow and center efforts around. Yeah, happy to. So in 2018, we kind of started our diversity work in earnest, and we really looked at it from a customer perspective. And and I think if you run these diversity, equity, and inclusion circles, you hear these stats a lot, which talk about over your half of your customers at a dealership are women, and 85% of the time they're influencing you know, the purchase of a vehicle for, or a household good. For me, I, I know that's that I, I hear it a lot, but I think for some people that can be surprising. And so for us to couch this conversation about a business need with our customers, it was a really compelling way to get into that work. And then from there, we simply asked our employees, we have a really good culture of surveying and pulsing our employees, what else they wanted to see and what was important to them. And, and from there, um, we formed Women of Walzer, our first employee resource group, and then Drive with Pride, focused on LGBTQIA plus employees through education, allyship, advocacy. And just in March, we launched our third employee resource group, which is called Asian Hmong Alliance. Very high um, population of Asian employees at Walzer. And so we we had a hand raiser who just said, hey, what about us? Like, I want to do this community thing. Can we we think about that? And so that that was really all it took. And and the cool thing about these groups is that they're employee-led, they're employee-driven, and they're fully funded. And I mean, collectively, they have an $85,000 budget, not even including the stipends that each of our board chairs get to do this work because it is work. And at the end of the day, job comes first. We all know that. And these are incredibly committed, elevated, high propelling people that are that are, you know, making real change in our company. Um, But they're also committed in this way to making work a place that's fun and cool. and, And we really believe that. I love what you called it. You said it's an uh, their employee resource group. 
groups. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. So talk about like how that because it's it's clear that you're choosing words carefully, right? In your job title and the way that you're doing it's things. Very intentional. It's everything's intentional. So uh, talk about the intentionality around calling these employee resource groups. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's a pretty um, kind of. I think when you look in the world of DE&I, there's a couple different things you could call them. We've heard BRGs, business resource groups. I really actually love that name because it really implies that you're impacting um, business units. Um, there's affinity groups, some people call them. I think kind of whatever whatever you're calling them, we, we chose ERG. Um, you have to approach it from a really uh, deep place of authenticity. And, and for us, it wouldn't have been possible without our CHRO who came from corporate America experience and, and our very progressive CEO, Andrew Walzer, who said, I want to do this, but I need I need someone who knows how to, to take us there. And so it, it, no matter what you call them, if you don't have people from the top who are helping to push that, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. No. That's right. Yeah. Um, give, give us a little, um, an overview for listeners of the size of the organization, mm. you know, uh, your geography, yeah. number of stores and staff size. Yeah. So we're headquartered out of Edina, Minnesota, um, 26 rooftop dealer. We primarily retail cars out of Minneapolis. And then in Wichita, Kansas, we have a luxury campus with nine stores there. And then in addition to the retail side of things, and I am specific about using the word retail because we don't deal. We're one price, negotiation free, one person. Uh, we also have a growing rental business um, out of New Mexico, Texas, Georgia, and Chicago. And about how many people do you employ? 1,900. Yeah, so yeah. a couple. Just a couple. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, so <laughs> when, how long have you been in the position you're in? Um, so it's it was a year in March that I've been in this particular position, but I've been with the group since uh, 17. And when did these initiatives really start to take root? I would say probably in 2018 when um, Sherry Schultz joined us. She's our, our CHRO, and, and she just had tremendous out-of-industry experience. And that's not to say that these changes couldn't come from someone who's been born and bred in the, in the auto industry. Not at all. But I think she really saw the ability to enact some change um, in a really significant way. And I think, you know, in addition to our, our um, ERGs, I think one of the most compelling pieces about Walzer, in addition to being known as one person, one price, we're almost more known for our, our diversity and inclusion initiatives and, and the fact that we focus on family. Um, we, I mentioned that we pulse our people a lot. And when we asked our people what's important to you, they said family. God's will, surprisingly, may or maybe not, and, and career. And so we knew these were the top really? three most important things for our people. And, and you could you could couch God's will any way you want, whatever religion you right. are. But those are the top. You asked. We that, asked. That's, that's what that's came up. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. So if you know that, and, and you got to be willing to do something if you know that. And so we started to develop benefits for our employees that focused on open um, PTO, take the time when you need the time, paid family leave for paternity, maternity, and adoption, four weeks paid on top of FMLA, and uh, adopt uh, uh, $10,000 in fertility and adoption assistance because we know starting a family isn't always as easy for some people. So if you want to walk the walk, then go big. And to say that you don't have the money for it, you do. You do. Well, we, know, we know you come, do. Now, now she's now she's coming. She's bam, bam. What what have, what have been some of the the very obvious? Because that is the well. That sounds expensive, right? From the yeah. business case, right? But what really happens with your employment expenses and retention when you put these things in place? What have you all seen? So, so we track retention um, pretty closely, and, and we fluctuated. I mean, COVID obviously was a big yeah, part of, a wrench of and everything for right? sure. But I think you know we are really. I mean, every I think auto dealer is very metrics driven, and, and HR is, which is the umbrella I fall under, is no different. And I think you create much more currency with your dealers and with your or with your GMs, I should say, 
when you can speak their language and when you're saying I have the metrics to back up, um, you know, the, the need for our staff of 35 HR professionals who are who are experts in that. And, and we're not shy about having a big HR team because we do a lot of work. Um, so, yeah. Wow. So, so you, you, you actually... It's good for the bottom line. Is what yes, you're saying. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, GMs feel that. They, they go, oh, this changes the net profitability of my yes. business because of the way that my people feel being a part of the Walls organization. That's huge. Yeah. And I will say that, you know, from a director perspective in our, at our corporate level, we have 20 directors. Half of them are female. Um, and, you know, Things ebb and flow over time for for various reasons, but we're we're proud of that stat. And I, I said it earlier today, but I'm a product of that. I'm a product of someone who said this is a high potential. Let's focus on on her growth, and I'm I'm really grateful for that. From Google review answerer, <laughs> extraordinary. <Yeah. laughs> yeah. Assistant to the yeah Google Yelp ones review. were the worst. So like, let's just be honest; those were the worst reviews. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah, but um, you know, I think we have some work to do when it comes to our general managers. We're not quite there yet. We have one female, which is. Um, we're really proud of her. She has an amazing story too. She she was a hairstylist for eleven years and came wow. in and crushed it in auto sales on our luxury campus and went to sales manager and and did the lateral moves to change brands to flex that muscle and build those shoulders. And when the time came for her to become a GM, it was a no brainer. Yep. So we have some work to do there, but you know we're focused on it. Yeah. What is uh, that? Sounds like a, a work, a work in progress. Yeah. But what what are the works in progress right now that that is really a function of some of the research that you've been doing with your employees, and the next steps to make sure that you stay ahead and you are the employer of choice in in your area. That's a good question. So I think I look at it from a couple of different perspectives. So we're we're constantly looking at, um, you know, what are the other kind of. ERGs and, and we're not forming them just to form them, but I think we're we're thinking about um, you know what else would our employees are telling us is important. So we're in the process of focusing on a veterans group. If you look at a population of people who are primed for automotive and, and you look at the, the services that they've made to our country and and the transition to civilian life can be incredibly difficult. Um, so we're gearing up for for ways to do that right. Um, another thing that our, our people told us was parenting was something that was really important to them. So it's not to say that that could be, but it's, it's on our mind. Who wants to sign up to work there? I'm like, <laughs> You're welcome. Any so, awesome. Parenting resource group? I'll take it. I need that. I mean, come right? on. You, I mean, you guys are both family men. You know that like work in the grind and having kids and, and, and a significant other, it is tough to balance that, yeah. let alone working retail hours. So I'm very empathetic to that. And then the other piece to it is that you know mental health has never been more prevalent in our in our society than it is today and True. you consistently see um claims from within our own people and and just conversation our, our people are struggling and covid mm-hmm. was just the thing that kind of took the took the layer off to showcase that so we're exploring some um pretty provocative ways to provide more mental health support for our people um whether that's on-site you know therapy or it's it's digital resource or whatever that looks like that's kind of the next gen of how we think about um engagement and support for our people so over the next, uh, last question, over the next 12 months, what are you most excited about? Oh, gosh. Uh-huh. Um, I think if you're talking about from a diversity perspective where I sit, I think no company is perfect, and, and Walzer is no exception to that. Um, but I think we're at a place where where we're ready to dive in deeper to the strategy of it. And I think people can kind of throw that word around, like, um, but, but numbers talk. And I think when you look at u- using your data, and I think you know, even for us really honing in on what that looks like. And if you look at, you know, equal employment opportunity data, 
70% of our employees don't self-identify. So to get a real you know, look at what our makeup is, it's tough if you're, if you're looking at that small percentage. So I think for me, I'm most excited about digging in deeper to how we can be more um, surgical with that information and, um, and developing it from there. So it sounds like you have you have a lot of the foundational pieces in yes. place. So now you're able to actually take a more fine tooth yeah. comb and look at everything, and, yeah. and that's exciting. For yeah, you. that's the hope. Yeah. Well, boy, that's a great way <laughs> to end this series um, from our time here in Las Vegas. Anyway, I'm sure we'll continue on with this. But Dana, thank right. you so much thank for you. giving us some of your time and yeah. your energy and enthusiasm is definitely infectious. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the Amplify Podcast, brought to you by Reuters Events and the Sotu. For more engaging episodes like this, subscribe or follow on your favorite podcast platform. You can learn more about our hosts, Paul J. Daly and Cal Mountsier by visiting asotu.com.